Hits Ultra. to Sports Ultras right here on 3FM 92.7. My name is Yao Fusulabi and I'm going to take you on this ride from now up until 7.30pm. So it's another weekend of packed action uh, from the English Premier League to the Ghana Premier League, Kumasiya Santikotoko. The form is not good. Accra Hads of Oak, the form it's not good. We'll be getting into that. We'll also be getting into some Black Stars news because you know that this month the Black Stars are back in contention. They are playing the World Cup qualifiers. Madagascar, Comoros, waiting for the Black Stars. And then we'll talk about the states of our national stadiums. And um, uh, there's, there's news really that um, Ghana might play the World Cup qualifiers away from Ghana, which would be a huge blow. Uh, to the country. Accra Sports Stadium, Kumasi Sports Stadium, that's, that's the Babaya Stadium, and then um, the Cape Coast Stadium, all not in good shape, uh, uh, apparently, to host an international game. We'll be getting into that as well. And then some Africa, uh, Africa Football League news. We'll be getting into that also. Um, but topically, we'll be getting into the Black Stars and also the English Premier League. And the English Premier League has given us some really, really good results. We'll be getting into that as well. That is all the way around 7 p.m. No, oh, why is it at 7 p.m.? I 
I need to I need to shift to the Premier League conversation, uh, you know, uh, f- f- close because 7 p.m. is too far. I would have lost my steam by then. But but um, we'll, we'll, we'll get into all of that. If you are listening, thank you for listening and thank you for tuning in always to 3FM 92.7 to listening to Sports Ultras right here on the channel. But don't forget that on Facebook as well, we are there at 3Sports GH. Check us out and you can also stream. You see us on video, all of us looking really nice. Aniela with some blonde hair. Uh, today, you see her also on the Facebook Live if you join. Uh, 3FM 92.7, 3 Sports GH. You can join the feed from there and watch. All our listeners from across the world, we are back again with another exciting show. Okay, so it's now time to introduce my uh, panelists in the studio today. Aniela Alote is here, Ore Kwampofu is here, and Billy Shen is also here. Gentlemen, lady, you're welcome. Thank you, thank you. Good evening, Yel. How are you feeling? I don't feel too good. I would have started with all oh, trusses, yeah. you know, but now... God in. I'm now Alpha Blondie. And... <laughs> 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 uh, uh, if, if, you're, if you're wondering why Aniela is talking about <laughs> Alpha Blondie, it's, it's because she's in blonde hair. So just check her out on, on Facebook and how she's looking at the moment. Uriko, how are you feeling? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm in a good mood. Yeah, He's I'm a rasta man. I'm... He's a rasta man. He's not good. <laughs> I'm celebrating Abedi, yeah. Abedi Pele's birthday. Yeah, That's yeah, why I'm wearing yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, this exactly, nice exactly, kit from exactly. their time. So. Happy birthday to the maestro, the yeah. maestro of Ghanaian football. Happy birthday to him. Yeah. And also to Bill. How are you feeling? Raya, fraud. <laughs> Raya, what the fraud? We told you here. We what told the fraud? We told you here. My Ramsdale to no good, so <laughs> right now, what's up? Uh, uh, Ramsdale, it's, Ramsdale, chill. it's okay we'll, to hit we'll, Ramsdale, we'll, but yes, we'll, we'll, Raya will show you why he doesn't deserve it. We'll, we'll that, that, like that's that. the thing. That goal was not a goal, yeah. It was not a goal. We all know it's not a goal. I mean, uh, so just before we got into the studio, I mean, uh, just about an hour or so before we got into the studio, Arsenal released a statement um expressing their displeasure over the goal that was uh, given to Newcastle United yesterday but but I'm just wondering because I in, to be very honest with you I, I don't think I've seen a goal that good in my life it's a really really good goal and it's a goal that should stand every day of the week it's a really really good goal and um thank you to the PGMOL for such an important decision in our lives which is which is really really great thank you so much Howard Webb and the other referees who are part, Demont, Gallagher, and all of those. Thank you so much for awarding yeah, this great goal. I mean, it's, it's, it's great. It's great. The ball was out of play. It's not there. <laughs> it was in play. It was in play. It was not in play. It was in play. The referee says there's new technology which shows that some of the balls. So maybe the ball's shadow was in play. How do you know? <laughs> How do you know if the ball's shadow was in play? And it was taken, which is which is a. A really great opportunity for us to celebrate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, yesterday also, so you know the thing about the Arsenal goal is that Gabriel could have cleared. He didn't clear. Uh, Raya, Raya could have, have punched. He didn't do that. So all of that culminated to what happened. And that's, yeah. you, you can see it on the Facebook, on the Facebook live. Uh, you can see the Joe Willock, former Arsenal player, great performance. <laughs> got the ball from there. <laughs> yeah, then, never said anything good about Joe. And, like, and then he crossed the ball uh, into the danger area. 
Ryan missed it. Joel Linton, uh just touched Gabriel a little. Just touched yeah, him. He just, no, 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 come on. Come on, come on. He just touched him a little. And Gabriel fell over and Anthony Gordon. Nice goal. Really good goal. Uh, thank you so much. Again, PGMOL for your contributions to football this weekend. Charlie, Charlie, so so they can look at this and tell me the ball didn't go out of play. Yeah. It happened. It happened against Brighton. It happened when 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 Marcus Rashford did the same thing. We didn't complain. It happens. Your coach says we should support referees. Charlie, that's what your coach said. He said we should support well, yeah, referees. I remember. I remember yeah. So true. can we just support the referees to do the right thing next the time thing, instead thing of is... instead of vilifying them? It's on your screen now. October sixth. Mikel Arteta said they are trying to make the best decisions. We need to understand that mistakes happen. This is a mistake. The thing is, this is a mistake. The thing is, usually you don't attack people when you are not directly affected. <laughs> Yesterday he was directly affected. But yeah, 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 referee. yeah. Prosper, put put that picture on the on the screen. So so my producer says he has a picture that shows that the ball is in play, which is a really good picture to to see at the moment. So of course, uh, Prosper, will have just it. oh, thank you. Thank, wait, just wait, just wait. a fraction of the ball, a fraction of the ball is in play. So thank you so much, Prosper, for giving us that opportunity. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Uh, Give me the uh, Prosper. Wait. Prosper, kindly do us do us a favor and get us pictures of where um corner flag the flag posts are positioned. No, we just want to look at where the flag posts are positioned. Yeah. How can you extend this no. shade, this shade no. of, of sea blue or whatever blue and tell us this ball was in play? See. So so the thing is that I remember I remember when it happened <laughs> my, against my, United. Rashford, when yeah. Rashford Uruku said the same thing that this thing happened at the World Cup. Yeah. And then the goal was given. Yes. Oriku said the same thing that Rashford's ball could potentially have not gone out. Yes. And the referees did nothing about it. It was it was blatantly disallowed. Yeah. You understand? So I feel like sometimes we need to like your coach said, it's a mistake. I, I, exactly. Look, even Rashford's was a bit on the line. Yeah. It was a bit yeah. on the line. This one, this one, this one's worse. Yeah. This one's how worse. Do, I like how that. Do you dis, how do you this worse? I like that now you are being objective. Yeah. <laughs> how do you how do you expect worse? How do you disallow? How do you disallow Rashford's goal and allow this, this one, goal to this stand? One. Exactly. This one is even worse. So you know, it's not about it's not yeah. about the decisions they make. It's about the inconsistency. Thank you very much. They are too inconsistent. Take one thing and run with it. You cannot be making why. Don't cry. Don't cry. Now the ambition is over. <laughs> but I told you, you don't be ambition. I told you. Yeah. I was not yeah. expecting to be ambition yeah. the whole season. Uh-huh. You know, fam. But Arsenal fans too sometimes I don't because after the goal you had so much time. Oracle, didn't they have so much time to score? You had so much time to equalize or do something. What happened? Please, Tahit Chong has scored. Tahit Chong has scored. Luton Town. Luton has scored. Luton Town. We like it. We like it. We feel it. What a fantastic weekend. Oh, from from being a magpie to coming from Luton Town, I like it. I like it. I like it. Thank you so much. But the show is about to begin. You're going to start with the blasters, and um, we're going to talk about Thomas Partey. Today is a conversation about Thomas Partey and his importance to the national team. Um, the, we're also going to talk about the options that we have in midfield in Thomas Partey's absence. Now, the options we have are not encouraging. Uh, to be very honest with you, that they are not encouraging. I'm sure every one of you knows that they are not encouraging. Many of us are, uh, many of you listeners are upset with Thomas Partey with how he plays for the Black Stars. But who are the options in Partey's abstinence? 
Today, I'm starting the conversation with you, Aniela. <laughs> I'm starting the conversation with you. Gabriel, tell us something. Thomas Partey's importance in the Black Stars. I've not been able to recover. <laughs> that's what I'm from starting. this blow. That's what I'm starting from with. This blow. That, that's what I'm starting. Even with when you. I try to speak, I can feel the tears everywhere I pass. Mockery here and there. Mm. Open my Twitter. Hey, please check on Daniela. Please check on Daniela. <laughs> Make you all come out for there. <laughs> but y'all, honestly, I think that Thomas Party is a powerhouse in the midfield, and we can see a lot more of his physicality when he plays for Arsenal. Mm-hmm. I would admit, I'd actually be the first person to admit that I don't see that translate as well into the Black Stars, even though when the Black Stars are playing, we see a difference when Thomas Partey is in the mix. But now he's a lot more guarded. I remember weeks ago when we're talking about Partey, <laughs> Oreku always mentioned when he goes over there, he sees the amount of well, Arsenal staff and Arsenal protection that come around when Party comes to Ghana, Bill himself has covered that as well. And so it just goes to show how much of an important player he is. And when he's injured, it's likely to cause a lot of trouble and struggles. And the Black Stars are not high-flying at the moment at all. They are not even low-flying. They are underground. And so it's rather a tragedy. Mm. If we're talking about replacements... No, we'll, we'll come to the replacements. We'll, we'll come to the replacements. Yeah, but, but then again, his, yeah. his, his importance cannot be overstated. I just, I, I just wish that he would play much more of a greater role, looking at his capability within the Black Stars. When you talk about greater role, you're talking about an advanced role in the, in the team. I, I would like to see him, I don't know, move forward a bit more. Like the, the party that we see play for us now, the man is not even afraid to go for goal himself, mm-hmm. not like going beyond assisting or trying to get the ball from the middle into the opponent's net. But, you know, just wanted to go forward some more. Okay. So, um, yesterday I saw, I saw a tweet. And I, I feel like the party issue, is, it, it, it hasn't just, it's not just about the Black Stars. It's even about Arsenal. Because yesterday I saw an Arsenal fan complain about Declan Rice and the fact that, you know, he, he takes the ball opens his arms to try to find options and then turns around to pass back to the defenders because it looks like there are no options. But Partey always seems to find someone ahead in an advanced role. Um, Oriku, just take us to the difference between one, a, a deep-lying playmaker, which Partey obviously is, and a defensive midfielder. Because a lot of times, many people try to box Partey as a defensive midfielder, which he's not. At all. <laughs> well, I think for, for, for Partey, he started out as a number 10, very advanced player until he had an eye for goal. Uh, but Diego Simeone always saw him as uh, a player who would do much better uh, in the deeper areas in midfield because of his ability to play under pressure, uh, to drive the ball when he is being boxed by opponents. And also his uh, shooting capabilities, because usually the deeper you are, the the less pressure you face on goal, the more space that you have to be able to shoot. And so that's how Simeone profiled him a few years back. And that has in turn produced the party that we have now. Mm. In terms of uh, where I think is his best position, yes, I do agree that he's a deep line playmaker where is almost like he's usually in the first phase of play, usually in your own half. And his sole responsibility is to ensure that the ball moves further to the next phase of play. And so from, let's say, 
your own half, can he find his number eights, number tens, and the wingers in more advanced areas, maybe the second phase or the third phase of play? And so that's what he is primarily set out to do. His defensive side is good, but isn't too great. And so there's always a trade-off. You're looking at what can he bring me on the ball as opposed to what can he bring me off the ball. And if you're going to look at this trade-off, that means that you must have the luxury of being a ball-dominant team where you are getting a lot of possession, you're not being attacked. And so, in essence, you're not exposing the not-too-good side of Partey when he has to defend a lot. I think he does that really well. And the difference between him and Doklan Rice is that Rice started from centre-back, Partey started from central attacking midfield, mm-hmm. and they both ended up as you know midfielders. Uh, but the thing is that Rice, because he was more, uh, you know, previewed to defending, mm-hmm. wins the ball better, tr- you know, tracks the ball better, is stronger in duels. Pate, because he was further advanced, is more comfortable on the ball and can pick passes. So th- that's the difference between the two sides. And I think that there's a way that they can actually complement each other. Uh, for for Thomas, I I think the the major problem with him that everyone has been talking about is injuries, and it's unfortunate that his during his prime, he didn't play in a league where a lot of people watched. Yes, people watched La Liga, but the only time that people were watching Partey in La Liga was when he was facing either Barcelona or Real Madrid. Yeah. And the, the Partey that I remember from La Liga was, was probably one of the best midfielders in the world at the time. Yeah. I remember when they played in the Super Cup, the Europa League, and even in the Champions League. He's had really amazing games for them. And for me, I would defend that as Partey's prime. He came to Arsenal maybe slightly after his prime and they're sort of getting the residue. But if he came to Arsenal a bit earlier, we'd have seen a much, much better party. The truth is, we're not going to get better than this. He's 30 now Mm. and he's only going to get weaker. He's probably going to decline a lot more from here. Mm -hmm. And so it's rather unfortunate. But I still hold that he is a very important player, unique profile that if managed well, you can still get a f- you know something out of in the I mean, I mean, last. Pe- Pelo went on to yeah, yeah, in so. the last part of his career. Um, but I think it, beyond Arsenal, my only concern is that for Ghana, I cannot really quantify what his legacy is mm. because since he was introduced into the team, um, maybe seven, eight years ago. Mm. He's had individually good games. I remember the hat-trick against Iceland. Uh, he's scored some amazing goals, free kicks, the goal that took us to the World Cup. Mm. But these are not legacy-defining moments. Mm. I mean, we would remember it, mm. but the generation after me won't really care about the goal that took Ghana to the 22 World Cup. Exactly. I think he could have done a lot more. Because, I mean, yeah, if that was Ghana's first World Cup, then fine. You, yeah. like, that, that's a big goal. But that was like our fourth World Cup in a row. So, uh, not, not in a row, like our fourth World Cup in history. So it wasn't too much of a big deal. I just think that this AFCON was supposed to be his moment. Mm. Where he officially gets the armband. I think Andrea Yu won't be captain, will barely play. And so this was Pate's moment where he's supposed to take shine, lead a team, and actually have an impact in a major tournament. Mm. Because I think that's what defines your legacy when it comes to the Black Stars. And I still think that he doesn't have a legacy tournament yet. And I'm afraid that this AFCON might come at a wrong time because now he's struggling with muscle injuries. And when you're hearing your manager talk about his uncertainty about when you'll be fit again, it gets a bit worrisome. Uh, but we've all known this. We've all known that Pateha well, is, not, is not fit. And mm. it's a bit disappointing that even when we knew that he can only play for five minutes against Mexico, 
and you know not the full time against USA. We managed to still call him and come and give him the chance in a game that we didn't have to win and had the opportunity to try other players. I thought we could have given the opportunity to other players, but unfortunately, we didn't do that. And that's very characteristic of Ghana. And now we are at the risk of playing our first two World Cup qualifiers without him. And we may have to give the opportunity to a player coming in for the first time in a must-win game. Now, Bill, just um, look for Partey's potential replacements. The, 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 the midfielders who could potentially be playing in Partey's absence. I'll come back to you with that. But Kelvin, uh, quickly, just give me your thoughts on the party blasters issue well i think um we, we haven't really handled him so well um i would say he was the best person to give us that transition from the adjuman bedus who were virtually fading off mohammed rabiu mumu um, and then probably mubarak wakasu he was supposed to be that player who would play as an advanced forward for us, or ad, uh, sorry, an advanced midfielder for us, just behind the forwards. And we saw that critically in the AFCON 2017 squad, when Partey was more like a Steven appearing in the team for us because he had very good shells behind him. You look at that midfield from that particular tournament, and you had a free aqua, then a Torino, Emmanuel Ajimambedu, Ayudni. You had Amate was drawn in as a midfielder because mm. there were so many defenders in there. You had Edwin Jima, who wasn't even the, the, the toast of for some of us. Mm. There was Mubarak Castle and then Patti. So Patti was given that liberty. I think we have failed in getting the main players who would serve as a shield for Patti to give us that attacking feel we saw from him in 2017. We might probably have limited him to a DM who creates from deeper lines. Mm. But to, you ask yourself, has the team been set up in a manner that can live up to Partey's qualities when he's playing as a deep-lying playmaker? No. He does that so well for us now because he has the channels to pass. He has those players who would run and position themselves in very good positions to pick up the ball. You look at Partey's time after the 2017 AFCON. And you ask yourself, which players has he been playing with? All these players are players who would want to come and feed on the ball rather than feeding off the ball, which will be delivered to them or for them. And that has been the difficulty. Jordan wants to be involved so much in the play. Andrea, you himself wants to be involved so much in play. You ask yourself, which, which other striker have we even had to give that party the option of very good runs to pick up passes? And that has been difficult. In recent times, I think during um, the, Af uh, the World Cup qualifier, Rico spoke about it, that it's not too significant. But Partey gave us glimpses of what he can offer, even with an inexperienced Afinajan. He knows how to move, but he doesn't know how to pick up the passes. If Partey had someone like a Samojan, I'm sure... He could have had all those balls probably going on target or the goalkeeper is being worked out for us to see the quality of passing that he delivered to Afnajan on that particular um, um, double header we played against Nigeria. Kevin, just hold your horses there. Let's take a break here on the sports watchers. We are back shortly.
Wednesdays, Fridays and Saturdays will never be the same with Betway. Get cash rewards, free bets, free spins and more with deposits on Top Up Tuesdays. Log in on Fridays for a chance to get free bets, free spins and more. And every Saturday, get boosted odds across the most popular bet types on the weekend's big fixture. Get way more at betway.com.gh. Regulated by the Gaming Commission of Ghana. No under 18. Terms and conditions apply. Betway. Get way more. Hey, welcome back. This is Sports Ultras right here on 3FM 92.7. Kelvin, you are making a point. Yeah, so I think that um, we haven't had a, a team that would feed off parties' qualities. But you ask yourself, if you want to be a player who would write your name in the history books of Ghana as one of the best players, you need to stay fit. Mm. For national team football, very few matches are played there, unlike club side where you can write your name in history with few matches. Yeah. Just say Antonio Reyes did not play thousand games for Arsenal. Mm. But his impact has always been felt because he did his best in the little that he gave. Abu Diaby, how many matches did he play? Yeah. But he's always remembered because he's one of the players who gave his heart all out to, to the team. Mm. But ask yourself, how many times has Partey been fit after the 2017 African Nations Cup to give us a very good tournament? In 2019, it was it was a terrible showdown. Mm. And you were present there and then no, 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 it, was, it was just a disappointment. It's a forgettable one. Yeah. 2022, we all saw what happened at the Africa Cup of Nations. He was injured and came to the tournament like nothing was at stake because he wanted to preserve himself. So I think that the signs were clear mm. two years ago mm. when the injuries started popping up at Arsenal. We should have found very good replacement. We should have brought in players who could, we could have built the team around. But Ghana hasn't been able to do that. We've had four different coaches come in. And we haven't been able to get in a player who can play there. Probably we should have used Pate like Bisuma. Mm. He comes to Tottenham and he plays in a deeper role. Mm. But he goes to Mali and he plays as an offensive midfielder for them. Yeah. We've seen instances where Paul Poba stays in Manchester United and he, he plays as an 8 or a 6. But he goes to the French national team and he plays as a deep-lying playmaker where Matuidi and other players will work in around him. Mm. It's all about finding the balance between the two, the, 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 the set of midfielders that we have. Yeah. Even in recent times, you ask yourself, there is Salis, there is Partey, but have we been able to achieve that balance to be drawn between the two players? Mm. No. Who would be very compatible with Partey? Mm. These are elite coaches who should be able to know that even if Partey can play as a deep-line playmaker and we play other players around him and we can get the results. Let's play him rather than complicating things for ourselves and putting so many other midfielders in play mm. to prevent us from getting the needed results. Right. Now, if we are without Partey, mm. it's going to be very difficult for our progressive play and we've seen that. Yeah. Salis may be doing well defensively, may be doing the passing accuracy, but who is going to take the risk like Mubarak Wakasu will do? Mm like Sule Ali Muntari will do, mm. like Stephen Apia will do, like Mike Lacian will provide that edge and switch up front, mm. like Partey normally does for the team when he plays for the Black Stars. I don't see that. So, so we are missing an integral part yeah. if Partey is going to miss from our games in the next couple of um, um, years or months ahead. Uh, so Bill, take us to the, the other midfielders we have. How many are they and uh, who and who can we potentially rely on? So, I mean, we've had, we've had a few midfielders join the team since the 2022 World Cup. Yeah. And uh, most of them have been more defensively minded. For mm. example, Salis Samit, 
is more safe mm. when it comes to his passing. Yeah. Partey will take more risks. He mm. goes for longer and uh, he tries to find his man further up the pitch as compared to Salis who more or less go closer. Mm. Someone like Edmonado is more or less the same. Uh, some other players are also the same. But these three players, I've mm. narrowed down to these three players who can in some way perform uh, the duties that party does. One mm. of them is Daniel Kofitre. But unfortunately, he's injured mm. and he's injured for a long time and yeah. he might also miss the AFCON. Another person is Majid Ashmeru, who mm. we know from his Wafa days. Yeah. He played further up the pitch. Mm. He's also coming to Central Midford. I remember his game against uh, Angola. Yeah. He was really, really you know, good carrying the ball forward. And that is something that party also does very well, progressing yeah. the ball forward. And another person, an outside person, is forcing Amangwa, okay. who plays in the Austrian league. And mm. this season, he's already scored two goals, two assists. Uh, for his club yeah. and he plays an, as, an, as an attacking midfielder can mm. play as a winger and can also play as a central midfielder mm. which is something we need uh, in our Black Star setup right now but most of the players we have are more defensive minded like Idrisu Baba like uh, Sally Samed mm. all of them are defensive but for someone to adequately replace party then it could be a Kofitre it could be a Forsen Amankwa mm. it could be a Majid Ashimeri um Oriku, let, let's 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 look at this. Uh if the Black Stars supposedly want to play a three man midfield, would and, and there's no party, Edmondado, Salis, Majida Shimeru, does that work? No midfield works, Edmondado. I'm sorry. <laughs> so I'll I'll bin him. Yeah. If if he was good enough he'd be playing for his club side. Right. And so I, I wouldn't go with Edmondado. Mm. But I'm I'm looking at something like Salis, Ashmeru and Trey. Okay. So more or less I I'll go with uh four two three one mm. where I play Ashimeru and Salis as uh, my six and eight. But now, in, the, in this case, there's no chair as well. He's so. not available. Yeah, so, so what's what already no, building his team? No, I, I, are you saying my ideal or what? No, I'm saying that. I mean, going forward, we are like going into mm. these games, going into the Afcon. Oh, like yeah. these qualifiers yeah, these, that are coming. Yeah, these up. qualifiers and then the the the, the Afcon. These qualifiers, I'm, I'm I'm hoping that Ashimaru started training, but he's here to play an actual game. I'm hoping that uh, the game is in I think a couple of weeks time. Mm. Uh, yeah, around. 10, 12 days, 14, yeah, maybe. So I'm hoping that at least he will get some few minutes in the tank and he will be able to come down. And once I think Ashimeru plays with someone like Salis, that, that in itself is okay because mm. what that would mean is that we can play Kudus in the number 10 position where he can drop a bit deeper mm. and help move the ball upfield. Uh, with his ball carrying, uh, it doesn't have to be the person like uh, Thomas Pate. Uh, for for forcing, I don't. Uh, there's no need to. It, it will be suicidal, in mm. my opinion. It's almost like it will almost be like the Jerome Poku call up, mm. where as a young player, you want to make sure you are coming into the national team at a time where you are mentally ready for it. Mm. He doesn't even know what it feels like to play for Ghana. Mm. He hasn't played for under 23. Yeah. I've not seen him with under 20. Mm. And these guys have been ignored at the youth side for a long time. And so it would take some time to mentally let him get what it means to play for the national team, the pressure that comes with it, mm. and time to settle. And I don't think I would want to put him in games against uh, Comoros and Madagascar that Ghana needs to win. It's a high-pressure environment. and I wouldn't even love to see a young player in that. And so... 
I think is a bit too soon for him. Mm. Maybe we can try him out in the next set of friendlies or something, or just I call him and not even and not, and not even no force, force, him, force and him not even and not even play him against Madagascar. No, it's not about the opposition. It's about yeah. the state of the team yeah. and the pressure. Because you see, he he can be a good player, mm. but once he comes and there's so much pressure, everyone is panicking and he doesn't play well. That's all Ghanaians. Ghan- how, how, how long do we wait time, for these guys? How long should we wait for these no, guys? But nobody, he shines. No, no, but nobody no, moves no, from but, but not playing that, for national but team. But the thing is that where the team is now, I understand the recruitment. No, where the team is now, there's 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 that there's that pressure that he might come in and not play. It's, well. it's yeah, not that pressure. 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 That pressure could also go Sorry, off I mean. in bringing fine, fresh faces who who would want to make an impact. If you're a good coach, you don't care about these new faces who would come into the team to excel. Mm. Just bring them on board. Give them that game plan. They are professional players. They would understand and deliver. If Force and Amoka cannot play against Madagascar, then we'll team maybe. I'm afraid I'll have to agree with Kelvin on this. And more so, we are already performing poorly. What again? No, you are thinking about player perception. It's mm. really important because, look, it can make or break a career. Everyone was sitting here calling Fatal a bad player yeah, just a year yeah, ago yeah. because he came to Ghana and he was not playing well. Yeah. It's not because you were there was claving his club side. No, 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 yeah, now saying that the, pro- the 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 problem was the progression with Fatal, mm. where fantastic player did well in the under twenty yeah. uh, Afcon best player, and then all of a sudden this guy becomes, uh, or like first name on the team sheet for Black Stars, mm. and as a young player it starts to affect his psyche. It, it it makes him believe he's someone that he's not. Yeah. And it affects the style of play. All of a sudden, the pressure that comes to the Black Stars is affecting him because he came at a time where the team two was not playing well. And everybody's like, Fatal is like a cutting and shoot player. He doesn't know oh, how to yeah. why is he being. He's oh, a yeah. protocol player. And all of the. And I was like, come on. You see, that's what happens when you throw these guys into these situations. In the end, you end up losing. If it wasn't for the fact that he was able to get a low move to Leicester and he stayed the remainder of the season at Sporting, trust me, this guy's career would have been somewhere else. Yep. So it's, it's important that you take your time when it comes to these young players because Charlie, the exposure that they have is not even plenty like that. Too. Just two years ago, Forson was playing in the Ghana Premier League. Yep. So he hasn't yeah. really seen a lot. Yeah. Champions League, right? they're making him play like 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Like it's slow. You don't just put them in high pressure situations like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think that, look, it's not Forson that will, make, will be the reason why we beat Madagascar or not. Mm. Honestly, Fossil yeah, is not a real thing. Oracle has patience for everybody in the world apart from Midiama. Oh. <laughs> everybody no, in the world, Oracle has patience for them. Hey, apart hey, from hey, Midiama. Hey, 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 we need even time to build. You can't just throw anybody if it's Midiama. But by the truth, by the truth. Anyway, uh, so you can join the conversation 055-9242717. 0556910154 and uh, if Pate is not in the team for the qualifying games that are coming up who should take up the place that's the question we are asking today 055 
Kelvin, you are talking about about forcing. Yeah, yeah. I think that these 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 are guys who are upcoming and then they should be able to fit in well. You don't expect forcing a monkey at his age. How old is he? He's more than twenty. He's twenty. He should be in around he's, twenty. I think. Yes. Yeah, he's around so, twenty. So yes, if forcing is twenty years, and he cannot play for the Black yeah, Stars, what are you telling me? When he plays, when he plays for um, what's what's the club? Salzburg. Yeah. Yeah, the problem that we've created for ourselves is that this is a guy that by now you should have played under 17, under 20, and under uh, Very good. Yeah. The fact that, yes, he, he, he's gone beyond that. We cannot go back to it. Mm-hmm. But this is a guy who is playing in the Austrian, the same league that you pick the goalkeeper from to come and play. Isn't it the same league? The same the, league. Isn't that, it the same league? The same no. Haaland Haaland came from. Obviously. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, if he cannot come and battle against Madagascar, when you give him the confidence to play, and he cannot do it, then I don't think we even have a future as a national team. Your coach, cannot, your think, coach cannot even inspire confidence in experienced players. Very good. So that means you need to get rid of the coach. <laughs> as simple as that. If you're a coach and you cannot bring on a young lad to come and play, yeah. uh, how old is I Emery and he's playing for PSG uh, yeah, among yeah, the big guns? Yeah, Look at his performance. He's yeah. yeah, he's very young. How old were some other young players, Rashford, when he tore Arsenal apart a day before writing a paper? Yeah. Isn't the same environment that these young lads are, are built from? And that is why I think that if our coaches are not cut to give the confidence to these guys, then they have no business there. Milovan Ryevac picked Samuelinkum. And it started even from Claude Leroy mm. at the 2008 Africa Cup of Nations. Andre did not really excel, mm. but that was a, a lot of confidence for him on home soil. Yeah. In 20, 2009, when they won the Africa um, Nations Cup and won the World Cup. Yeah. All these players, Ajaman Bedu, Rabiu, Samuel Inkum, the likes, they walked into the Black Stars. Mm. That was the confidence given by Milo. And he dropped players. The boys battled Steven Apia, Sule Muntari, and the likes for positions in the national team. It came from the confidence given to them. No, but they had just won the World Cup. Yeah. They, they, they yeah. had just won the World Cup. Yeah. That is the under 20 World Cup. Yeah, Ask yourself, how, how, how experienced was Ajima Bedou at the biggest stage? No, but you don't go what I'm saying. That they, they had that confidence from, oh, we've just won the under 20 World Cup. We've mm-hmm. seen what it feels. So, like, naturally, that's the next progression for them. Mm-hmm. But a lot of these guys, Afanejan, um, Forcing yeah, like yeah, this, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. They, they don't have that confidence of even feeling anything with Ghana. Like mm. the passion of playing the World Cup with Ghana, the pressure. Ed Monado, Ed Monado, where had he played? Sheriff no, I'm not saying. I'm not saying that. Look, I'm not even looking at player ability here. I'm just saying. Why are we not looking at player ability? No, look, when ability, you are looking at ability, performance. Ability is always second to your mental. No, look, no, 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 no. You, right. can, be the, you can, can be the best. How, how you can, can be the best player in your the world right now, but if your mental psyche. Is not in the you cannot even execute and who for what? No, 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 wait. And so I'm should we wait that, for Black Stars not to qualify for anything? No, just but why is why is that all of a sudden you're making them look like force no. Naman? Why is the person going to change the yeah, yeah, yeah. like, Why yeah. risk the kid? Yeah. Because you don't have risk a hundred, twenty year old in modern football. Ah, how is it not a risk? You just in the past year you've just seen what has happened to Afenaja and Fatawi. This same this same Afenaja. This same Afenaja that came. You posted that next Asamojan all the hype. Two three games he was not. Christ, see what you've done to the boy now. You know, look, carry, no, look at the boy now. Look at the boy now. That's the thing with young players. You yeah. don't get it right or you get yeah. it wrong. No, if you get it wrong, you ruin his career. So why do you want to stay meticulous, Mary, where you can take risks? When you take risks and it gets you the no, results, you need to take a calculated risk. What is a calculated risk you're talking about? Kelvin, the thing is that 
We've done it with Afinajan. We've done it with Fatal. All of them have no work. Kamal didn't cry. Do we? Yeah, look at Kamal. Kamal didn't. Yeah, he's not serious. He's not serious. He's not serious. He's not serious. If if we are going to do another one with another player, it has to be calculated. We can't just throw force in then, into the black stars and say play like. No, you see, right now, right now, when I mentioned Jerome Pope, what do you remember? See, he's a good player. It could be that he's a good player. Yeah, yeah, from with him. Oh no! I'm just saying. No, I'm just saying. Good player from with team. He could be a good player. Good player from with team. No, I'm just telling you. No, it could be. It could be that he's a good player. He plays in the Turkish league. It's, it could be that he's a good player. Yeah. I'm am saying this as mm-hmm. uh, assumption because to be honest, I've not watched him play. I've just yeah. seen a few clips of him. So and and it could Chichester be that he was a good player, but he just came to the team at the wrong time in a game that no matter who played, we we're going to be battered because yes. for some reason the team decided not to turn up. Yes. Imagine that was Forsen's debut. Yeah. You've ruined it for, for and it will be for a long time because anytime you, they call Jeremy Peku, they'll refer him back to this game. Ah, that guy was Oh, it's think, pass, it, doesn't happen, it doesn't happen elsewhere. No, it happens elsewhere. I but remember Bukayi Saka's first game. You remember at, at the Euros when he missed the penalty? You, you remember the insult, the racial abuse and all that? That's Why is it that Gareth Southgate yeah. continued playing that young lad? Why? And now he's become a mainstay, one of the integral members of the Three Lions squad. Why? Why can't our coaches do the same with our players? Benching senior ones and allowing those who have the ability to play. But Edmond, yeah. I don't know when you know what has he given us. <laughs> but, no, sincerely, but my, no. But my if you call Jerome Opoku, who hasn't had yeah. any experience with under 20, and, and the, the, same, yeah. the same excuse you are given for forcing yeah. to play, why don't you play forcing too? It's also a risk. Yeah. Don't stay meticulous, Mary, and lose everything that yeah. you have. And at yeah. the end, you come back to come and act like there is, there is, there is something else for us to, 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 to play. For. But this just, thing, just this play thing. those who have the ability. Mm. Give them that opportunity and let us get the results. Mm. Rather than looking at these players who would give us anything, come and sit this, on the bench and then give us zero. I like Lolly did yeah, in 2008. Yeah. I bring up Mama Baruso yeah. to, to the bench and then we had no option <laughs> when Mike Lesson Mike was unavailable. But, but, but the thing, but, but this thing, I, don't, <laughs> I, I believe, I, I firmly believe that it won't be an Oreco's issue mm. if the squad progression in this our country was mm. good enough okay because previously mm. Stephen appear and the rest went through some progression mm. we saw them at the 2004 olympics we saw them there yeah mm-hmm. and then they progressed to the black stars level mm. they all progressed to you know the codes to under 17 to under 20 to black stars mm. we called kamal Din. i don't remember seeing him in under 20 or even under 23 when they called him just, just this year he didn't go fatale mm. sharako after playing like just a few games at under 20 level no but he played oh, few games but he played few games but, but how many under 20 he games he you have to play are there are you going to play okay at least he tried at least he tried it made sense yeah. but just that it was too fast all of a sudden now he's starting games yeah Going to the World Cup when yeah, you know, yeah. the other players there and all that. I'm just See, so surprised that Oreku is a patient person. <laughs> <laughs> no, all of a sudden he was starting games, but who was to direct the way he plays? I remember Fatal Isaku when he moved from Steadfast and joined Dreams FC. Yeah, Dreams he was. Karim Zito was... gave him a core duty, core responsibility. Gentleman, you don't shoot, you have the skill. 
take your time, deal with the ball, take on defenders, make the final pass, run into the box, and you can finish the ball. And we saw that even yeah, in that first game against Kotoko, the yeah, first four games when he was scoring. He was not hitting the ball like he was doing in the Black Stars when he stood anywhere to hit the ball. And I'm sure we watched some games where he hit the ball and then some senior players were like, yeah. ah, gentlemen, yeah. what are you trying yeah. to do? That is when you need the coach to come in because this is a guy whose capabilities cannot be underestimated. He has the potential. So that, so, so the problem is coaching? Yes, it's coaching. And we've seen and, it. And, yeah, you know, coaching in Yadi. And also, and it's not just coaching. It's the progression and the, plan. And the progression plan It's not too. good. Okay. It's not good. Right. There's no something we can right. solve. We've, we've, we've made it. <laughs> no, and, 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 and you see, that's, that's the thing. That's the thing I, I, keep, I keep telling um, anyone who talks about progression because then, then we should just forget about doing anything. Aha. And, and come then, home and train and for then, five years. And then ten years, 10 years time, we, 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 we try because we can start again. We can. Uh, there are young boys at. Uh, <laughs> Charity stars yes. and right to dream and things. Yeah, yeah. let's start building them cheetah, up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, cheetah too. Yeah, so that they can, they can. Because <laughs> I mean, I, no, I mean, I, I, I really don't. To, to be very honest with yeah. you, like I really don't see this because I don't know where the direction of the black stars is going. Yeah. And it's the reason why sometimes we say some of the things we say yeah. that I tell you guys that it's not going to get better. Yeah. Because you don't really know where the problems are to try to solve them. I mean, I, 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 it's a number. I am a journalist. I sit and watch. I write, whatever. But the people close to the team, do they even know what's wrong with the team? Oh, they, 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 think, they think we can win AFCON anyway. Exactly. And, and, and those are some of our problems. Guys, um, you guys have, have made your points clear. And I know that we are going to be getting a lot of messages on Facebook uh, on uh, this topic. Let's move on now to the state of our national stadiums. Kelvin, um, take me through that topic, the state of our national stadiums, Accra, Kumasi, and Cape Coast. Accra, Kumasi, Cape Coast, even Tamale, because Tamale can also host. Yesterday, we all saw the pictures yeah. from the, from yeah. the heart, Kerala United. Yeah. It's, just, it's just bad. Now, as it stands now, we don't, I think, even with CAF's inspection, mm. they've been very lenient on Ghana. Yeah. If we decide, if they decide to be very stern, cannot play any single match here even not even for the black queens we don't have any proper stadium or facility mm. that can host our games remember when these facilities were put up and the national sports authority have always been there taking percentages from clubs and we even do complain that there is too much burden on the clubs yeah. and even the percentage taken by the sports authority is too much for them yeah but maintenance culture has always been absent I remember when I was um, the, the deputy venue media officer for the Barbara Sports Stadium in Kumasi. Mm. The explanation or the reasons given to us for the poor hey, who's, who's, who's showing the Takwa Stadium? Hey, hey you want TNA. to play an international match at TNA? Hey, TNA. <laughs> TNA, they <are>. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, yeah. so, so they get the money and the money has to be sent to Accra mm -hmm. before they write memos for money to be released for cleaning of the stadium after a match and we all know how bureaucratic that process is mm. so it delays for for so many months mm. that when the money comes the stadium maybe so there is one exactly yeah. and that has been the so why is it not decentralized it's a that that is that because is, the Papaya, that is for the, national sports authority because the Papaya stadium is 
is, is big on its own. Exactly. They, they can handle their issues. Yeah. That there, is it. There could be a, a stadium manager who can make sure that the stadium... There's always fun. a facility. They even the have an estate manager. Manage, exactly. manager. There is the um, director for Ashanti region. So why can't they manage their own finances? And that is the problem. They even have accountants there. Wow. They have two or three accountants in Kumasi. Mm. Hey. Yes, I am telling you this. Plus national two or three. Service. Yes, plus national service people who work, who work there. Hey. Yes. So why is it that they have to go in there and come? And it's always become a problem. Mm. We've seen several times where the NSA and the sports ministry tell us that there is um, a renovation works going on here, renovation work. It had to take the World Cup qualifiers against Nigeria for even the Barbara Sports Stadium to see some level of renovation. Mm. And even after that, when it rains now, mm. the stadium leaks. Mm. It drains. Mm. Even, even the pitch... I'm telling you that in the next two or three months, if it rains, it shouldn't rain heavily. It will be very difficult for the, for the drains to absorb the water for matches to be played. I think we have just disappointed ourselves so much. Mm. We've always given priority to, do I say, useless activities at the stadium instead mm. of allowing football and sports to be the priority. Mm. If we should have a national athletics competition now. Mm. Yeah, I don't know which stadium can host it. Yeah, maybe Cape Aside the Paju or maybe Cape yeah, Coast maybe Stadium. Cape Coast, yeah. Cape Coast Stadium. Yeah. And even with that, yeah. look at the tracks. Yeah. Are they in good condition? Hmm. No. It's been a total neglect. And I think our, our leaders have, have been so much of a disappointment. Professor Peter Chumesi. They've always been battling for gate proceeds and then we should use the new system of ticketing and all that. But when the money comes in, where does it go? Mm. Why is it that as a nation, we haven't prioritized these things? Mm. And we even know that for pol politics, they go to the stadiums to hold their convention. And even yesterday, they used, luckily for us this time around, they did not use the main pitch. Mm. They used the, the car yeah. park and then yeah. you know, outside yeah, the stadium yeah, yeah. For, 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 the, for, for the rally. And even at Christmas, Christmas is coming. Mm. They will tell the clubs that they should move away from the stadium and, and convention concert. because there will be cross nights. Yeah. Concert and yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Stop 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 going to Stop the second. Twenty second. Which means that football clubs cannot play or host their matches at the national stadium. That is fine. Stadiums are not just for football. But do they even provide the right covering material for the pitch before it's held? All these standards have been allowed to be washed away. And the reason why we are at this point. Can you imagine a national stadium where we play the national anthem or even make public announcement mm. and you are seated at the center line, you cannot hear anything. Meanwhile, in 2008, mm. when just a word was said at the press box, mm. you could hear it at every point of the stadium, all because systems were working. Mm. These are things that you don't allow to, to, to get rotten for a very long period. Mm. Before you repair it. Yeah. And that is why we are here as a nation. You go to the Accra Sports Stadium and because the, the, the roofing mm. of the VIP is messed up, they've decided to build or erect some platform just to enable some shade for those who are there. More like you're having a wedding or a party mm. and then you see these new tents yeah, and coverings yeah. that are used yeah. to make sure that they provide shade for them. Mm. And even with that, it's not adequate because when the material gets eaten, you feel the heat yeah. sitting under it. It's just, it's just too much of a disappointment. And I think the money that have been invested into these youth resource centers and all that.
could have been put into proper use by renovating this stadium. They tell us the Sipon even that stadium it's, it's just sad. You give it to people who want scraps, and I'm telling you, they will not even take the scraps from that stadium mm. because there's nothing really good you can pick from that stadium, mm. and it's 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 a shame mm. on our part, not just the NSE, the sports ministry. How much money would you would it take you to invest in renovation? Should it take us more than two hundred thousand to put? Things in order at the dressing room yeah. on the page yeah. should it take us more than two hundred thousand yeah. dollars i don't know but should it take us more than two hundred thousand dollars <laughs> that is just an appearance fee for just two players no you see I, I think it just comes from the myopic thinking of our leaders where no one is really thinking long term that can i do something in ghana football that 10 15 years from now people will look back and say Okay, this is what the GFA did. This is what the sports ministry or this is what the NSC did that changed Ghana football. Why is it that all that money that we get at the World Cup, all that sponsorship, every all these resources that we get, why can't you even start a campaign, uh, partner corporate bodies to raise funds if you don't have enough money mm. to at least pick two stadiums in Ghana here mm. and say that you would make sure that you ensure that they are of the highest quality yeah. and you would have pitches that you take care of them every week or maybe twice every week yeah. how much money would that really take because at the end of the day what they don't realize is that it's more or less like a rippling effect where if their stadiums are really bad one you are losing your main source of revenue because fans will come to the stadium for a good experience mm. if i come and it rains and the water falls on me why would i come if I come, the chairs are dirty. Why would I come? Yeah. If a player comes to play on the pitch and is all nasty and the ball can't even roll on the yeah. pitch properly, yeah, that affects the quality of play. And so the game is not nice. Fans don't, don't want to watch it. And now you are thinking about how a bad pitch has affected the players, has affected the fans. And essentially, now you're not even getting money in because people don't go and watch your teams play again. I think that all we just have to do is pick two stadiums. Mm. We don't even have to start with plenty. Pick two. And say that these stadiums, you want to make sure that you take care of them, that they're of the highest quality. Mm. And to do that, you need to ensure that these clubs also take care of themselves. And our clubs also have to do better. Because why is House of Hook? Why don't you, why don't you have a... House of Hook, how long have you been existing for? <laughs> How are you still sharing stadiums with Legon cities? Like, how can you inspire these new teams? Mediama, look, Mediama are about to complete a stadium. Yeah. If all of these clubs were, were seeing their mates building stadiums somewhere, they would be inspired to start thinking like that because, oh, Mediama have one, Kotoko have one, how to focus, it's like we are being left behind. And so, and essentially, you are, you are forcing leaders of teams to actually now start looking and thinking in that way. Mm. Imagine all 16 or 18 Ghana Premier League clubs had their own pitches. Mm. Then the Accra Sports Stadium can rest small. Yeah. Then Babayara can rest small. But when you have five, six teams sharing one stadium, today they play, tomorrow they play, then Black Queens will come and play. Even if we maintain the pitch, it is not healthy. Yeah. Even if you go and bring world-class grass people to take, you, you can't, it won't stay green because you're not supposed to play on it every day. Mm. The best pitches in the world are used once, twice a week at most. Mm. That's it. So, I mean, the, the problem is big, but 
it needs to start from somewhere where I think we need to choose to at least for for the integrity of our of our football. If we call ourselves a football nation and now World Cup qualifiers coming, you can't even find somewhere to play. Hey, Ghana. Imagine they tell us to go and play outside the country. That would be such a huge indictment on the NSA, uh, the sports ministry, and the GFA. So I don't know how you can overlook that and say, you at least let's find one crowd that we can use to play international competitions. And then once we have that one, we can start to think long term. Mm-hmm. I think that, that that should be the starting point because it's, it's, it's just so embarrassing. <laughs> you, you are the football is not going well. Due to an infrastructure, so like, what even makes us a football nation? Like, what, what, what at all? They, all these make make me wonder when Ghana can host another Afcon. Oh, please forget <laughs> it. Oh, oh yeah. Can't see how we are out of. We yeah, don't even try it. Forget it. Forget <laughs> it. Bill, take us to the CAF Women's Champions League quickly, and then and then we can move to the African uh, Football League. So, in the CAF Women's Champions League, uh, of course, the competition is set to start today. Uh, in Ivory Coast, mm-hmm. and eight teams are competing in that competition. Yeah, AS Far are the current holders. Mm. Mamelodi Sundowns won the first ever tournament, and yeah. they're still competing in this one. Yeah, and five out of eight are actually debutants. Okay, yes, five out of the eight teams mm. are debutants, okay. including our very own Dakwa, okay. who are currently in Ivory Coast and uh, are waiting to start their first game of the tournament, uh, which is set to start tomorrow. They will play their first game tomorrow uh, in that competition. But um, in this one, um, yeah, so so we have uh, from the 5th of November till mm. later this month right. to complete this tournament. Okay. And it's uh, supposedly the third edition mm. of the uh, CAF Champions, CAF Women's Champions League. Mm. And hopefully... Ampim Dakwa goes far because I mean the first time Hazakis ladies competed in that competition, they got all the way to the final yeah. where they were beaten uh, by their opponents, Mamelodi Sundowns. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, hopefully Ampim Dakwa would make it all the way. But they are in the tough group with AS Far, who are the current holders of the competition. Mm. And so uh, hopefully they, they do make it out of their group and then they, they go far and then win it. Um Kelvin, can 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 they do it? Can Ampim Dakwa do it? Well, I think they have the capability to do it. I think they've been very strong, pretty strong. And how they managed to win the Waffle Zone B um, mm-hmm. qualifiers for this major tournament gives me that confidence that, yes, they have a very good team. Thankfully, uh, one of the very good center forwards uh, when it comes to the team that even Nora Hopto had been con- contemplating whether she should invite her to the senior national team. As we, as we know, well, they call her Sugar. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, that, that striker from Dalquan. I think she's she's doing uh, very very well. Hopefully, this comes good. And I think Nana Dalqua has also been much more experienced and exposed to some top level management. You know, mm-hmm. he works with Basigi at the other twenty level, and yeah. um, he handled things himself when he won the Wafu Zonbi, and he's battled Basigi several times and he's managed to beat him. And that clearly gives him that confidence that, yes, I'm also at a level where I can match up with mm. some of the big gangs in Africa. So, this should be a good competition. I hear they will still be seeking support from um, some other technical team members on the local scene, and even, probably, even, even if Nora could give some advice on mm. how things should go, mm. they, could, they, could, they could give it. I think they've had a very solid team for quite some time now. The players haven't moved, uh, unlike Hazakis ladies, where they transfer so many other players outside. This should be a very good exercise for them, but 
just like Bill was saying, they are in a very tough group. ASFA, very strong team. There's a Ghanaian in there, blessing Shine. Mm. He has a very good center back in there who's been winning with them. So I just hope that they can really be resilient that like they did back in the Wafu Zone B qualifiers and then mm. they can yes. make us proud. Even if they get out of their group, I think it will be a very commendable achievement. They are not rated as high as Hazakis ladies when it comes to women football on the continent but i think that this could be a very good stick for them to make a name for themselves and right. i trust they can do it right. so they are playing their opening match in their competition that's between atletico abidjan the host mm. and sporting casablanca mm. currently it's 1-1 the okay. game is about to end mm. and for ampimdakwa's games uh, mm. the first game they are going to play mm. is against asfar the Amazing. current holders yeah. tomorrow at 5 p.m mm. that's a very very tough one for them and their second game will be against monday which is the guinean side and mm. the third would also be uh, against Hurricanes uh, FC. Mm. Uh, that will be on Sunday at 12th of November. Okay. And so very, very tough three games for them. Well, we'll see how that goes. All the best to Ampim Dakwa ladies uh, in their quest to winning the CAF Women's Champions League. Bill, take us to the African Football League and uh, what, what has been happening in the past week. So, a, a number of things. I mean, Mamelodi Sundowns uh, managed to, to beat the opponents in the semi-final and there, were a bit of a, there was a bit of controversy in there. Mm. Uh, Alali, people were complaining that, I mean, their Mamelodi Sundowns weren't really playing fair and then the coach had an explosive, a very explosive post-match yeah, 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 yeah. With, with, with the media. I'm, yeah. a huge, I'm a huge fan of him. Yeah, yeah. Eight, eight minutes response eight, for yeah. one question. Minutes, yeah, yeah. Eight minutes bringing yeah. his own Rulani, Rulani Mokwena is a so, coach, so, yeah. so brilliant from him. Yeah. We, we loved seeing that. But currently, they are playing the final. That's between Wadad and Mamelodi Sundowns. And mm. Wadad are leading by one goal to nil. And it's half time. Wadad, then they worry. Yeah. Then they worry. Yeah. Then they worry. Yeah, they are really worrying us. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, so so uh, it's it's the final of the of the African Football League yeah. uh, without Casab- without yeah. and then um, Mamelodi Sundowns, yeah. which is a, a really tough game. Now, um, Kelvin, I mean, without Sundowns, uh, familiar foes, Face, yeah. t- you know, facing each other. Is there an opportunity that Mamelodi Sundowns can get back into the game? Well, this is going to be a two-legged affair, and then without a playing home, yeah, mm. this is the first leg. Um, and I'm sure without from last year's experience against Alali, know that even if you are playing home or you expect to win at home, there could be surprises up for you. So they would give in their best. They managed to score the first goal, but it was ruled out because of, I think, some um, uh, foul before that particular goal. Before uh, Kuwaiti scored an own goal, there was a cutback, and then he couldn't just prevent it from getting in, and then yeah. they managed to concede. But I trust this team. This team has lost a couple of players. Cassius Milula and a couple of others have all worked out of the team, but they still have the core where uh, they have uh, Tembazwane and then Maseko. There's uh, Modiba and even Quetta himself. And I think Rowan Williams has been one of the phenomenal figures. Um, mm. Many a times that he's he's being laughed at for being poor when it comes to goalkeeping. But I think this particular campaign, he's really lived up to it. Right. This is the first leg, 1-0. Not too much of an exciting result for with that, but also a very dicey result for Mamelodi Sandow. They still have the second half to play. Yeah. And I just hope that Sundowns will pull this up. It was very disappointing to see their exploits at the CAF Champions League cut down by almighty Alali. But with, with that, who had also not been playing well, this could also serve as a very good moment for them. 
The likes of Atiat Allah would be looking forward to winning this particular trophy to appease mm. their fans for their poor performance during um, last season's uh, CAF Champions League, especially mm. in the group stages where they could not even pull that bit of surprise that was expected. So we expect an explosive second 45 minutes. And hopefully after that, we should call that. But I think Mamelodi Sundowns, after that experience against Al Ali, going to draw goalless. Uh, in Cairo mm. in the semi-final mm. to give them that edge that yes we can at least grab a point or a draw from this game and then go finish the business in South Africa but I mean uh, South Africa <laughs> so good club level Bafana Bafana <laughs> I, I don't know but that's that's a conversation for another day let's head into the English Premier League now we'll go into the Ghana Premier League but let's uh, begin with the English Premier League now let me just run you through um, the results this week and uh, it started yesterday the early kickoff Man United took on Fulham they beat them by one one goal to nil and then Brentford also beat West Ham United by three goals to two uh, Mohamed Kudus scoring a cracking goal in that game and then Sheffield United beating Wolves by two goals to one Man City 6-1 against AFC Bournemouth and then Burnley also losing to Crystal Palace Burnley are in such a precarious position at the moment nothing seems to be working for them Everton have found their voice again uh, four points from two games is incredibly good they took on West Ham last week they beat them and then they, they drew against Brighton 1-1 in that game Nottingham Forest also beating Aston Villa by two goals to nil which was quite a shock result Arsenal losing to Newcastle United and then Luton Town also taking on Liverpool drawing 1-1 tomorrow Monday 8pm is Tottenham Hotspur who will take on Chelsea um, Bill which one do you want to talk about? I'm, I'm, not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to give you a question. Which Saint one James. You, which one do you want to talk about? You can you can pick and, and, and start speaking you, about it. You know you know the one I want to talk about. So let's go. Thank you very much. <laughs> Arsenal versus Newcastle. Mm-hmm. I mean, St. James's Park has been a very tough ground for any team uh, in recent years. Eddie Howe has set up his side to be very disciplined mm. and very physical in games i mean we, we we saw what they did to psg in the champions league and so i didn't expect it to be easy for arsenal even though they won by two goals to know just last season but i mean some of the things that happened during the game bruno grimaesh mm-hmm. i don't know whether he's a wrestler or a footballer <laughs> yeah i couldn't tell which was which because mm-hmm. the way he hits Jorginho's head yeah during the first half i was like ah, what what is this mm-hmm. and the referee ignored it yeah and then to the goal. Mm-hmm. I mean... Why wouldn't you talk about Havertz? Oh, yeah, Havertz. Why would you talk about Havertz? Havertz too. Maybe after, <laughs> after the yellow card cry, he commented like something too fast. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Why are you not talking about Havertz? You just, yeah. you just Havertz. went from... You just went from Gubayesh and you're going to the goal. Havertz. When you, when Havertz, yesterday, I don't know. I think I'm, he was I'm, possessed. I'm, 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 I'm trying to protect my player. So so let's talk about the goal. What happened? With the goal. I mean... Before I even talk about, I mean, the controversy on the goal. Yeah. Raya. Raya. He came too far off his goalkeeping line. Mm-hmm. I mean, the first thing of a goalkeeper is to make saves. And if you are going to make saves, I mean, be at the right position to make the save. No, the thing is, if you are coming out, don't miss it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, he came, yeah. and he came out too far. He mm-hmm. came too far and his timing was so wrong. To, to the extent that he gave Joe Linton that Joe Linton wouldn't have had a chance mm. to battle against Gabriel and win. I mean, some people say it's a foul. I'm not going to talk about that. But mm. Jolinti wouldn't have had that chance if Raya had gotten onto the ball, punched it away at least. And that didn't happen. And that mistake mm. is on him. Yeah. 
even if Ateta goes out, even if I mean eventually PGM will come to um, apologize to Arsenal. Mm. I mean, still I would blame Raya, and mm. I, I I I now feel that there's no difference between him and Ramsdale really. If this is what he's going to bring to the team, yeah. then use Ram use Ramsdale because mm. we are used to him. Mm. At least he was in the post. Uh, two seasons ago and last season we saw the kind of progression that he had in the team he mm. was solid in the team he was yeah. he was very close to to winning the golden glove just last season yeah and so dropping him for someone like raya who has made mistakes upon mistakes upon mistakes since coming on as the as the goalkeeper that i don't see the use oh, no, i think i think i think if you say if you say mistake upon mistake upon mistake i, I don't think you are being fair to raya because i mean I, I see, you, maybe I you know you can speak about his confidence his confidence has been wavering but he hasn't made too many mistakes he's made he's made mistakes that he's not been punished for notes okay and mistakes he's been punished for no one, so, one, so one, it only becomes so, a mistake when so, you're when you're, when you're so, punished for so, it right I mean, it's still a mistake. Yeah, right? it's still a it's mistake, mistake. But, but at least you've been able to cover yourself. So <laughs> no, it's his no, confidence that's wavering. I mean, I mean, I mean mm-hmm. if if I watch a goalkeeper yeah. and this goalkeeper puts any fan's hats on his kids, mm. makes the fan have to think twice mm. anytime he gets onto the ball, then I, I shouldn't be seeing that goalkeeper in the post. Should I? Mm. I mean, against uh, against Lance mm. in the Champions League, yeah. away from home. Yeah. You saw what he did, mm. and Lance got that goal. Yeah, that was from him. Yeah, I mean the game. The game we, I, I believe, the game we beat, uh, we beat I, I, was in Manchester United. Or so mm. we saw the mistakes he was making. Mm. He was spared at some point, even against Tottenham. Mm. At some point, he was spared, but he was also punished mm. again, even against Chelsea too. Yeah, he was still shaky. Yeah, he's been shaky throughout, and I, I can't. I mean, I've seen Rams. I've seen Ramsdale. I've seen Ramsdale. I mean, make me question why he's the goalkeeper, but not as consistent as this. I mean, there are some games you see Ramsdale top class throughout. But it's okay. Your time is up. Ah! <laughs> your time is up. Right. So, fraud. Fraud. So, <laughs> so you know, you know the funny thing about Bill's uh, submission. I, Bill started using question tags. That's when I knew that Charlie. Yeah, yeah, you're really going through it. <laughs> But 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 let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Um, Kelvin, yeah. Let's talk about Jeremy Doku. Yesterday, masterful performance from Jeremy Doku. There's what you need. There's what you yeah. need from a proper player. You spend less than seventy million pounds or sixty-five million pounds to get. Oh, yeah. what are you trying less to tell? Less than hundred million pounds to get. Mm. What are you trying to tell? Anthony, Anthony <laughs> Kai Havertz. Mm. Um, uh, there's this other player, Mason Mount. Mason Mount. Yeah. Yes. Um, oh, there are other players who have been bought for huge amounts. They are not delivering. Yeah. If you guys are bought for this amount and you cannot do what a proper winger or a forward is supposed to do, mm-hmm. then shame onto you. Yeah. And for the managers who saw this player and allowed Pep Guardiola to spend less to go and buy him, whilst they were wasting 100 million pounds, 65 million pounds, 70 million euros, and all that mm. to get players, other players. Shame on to them. Yeah. This is what you need from a proper winger. Yeah. In, 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 in English football, Ryan Giggs, direct, mm-hmm. quick, yeah. pass the ball, shot, shoot, shot on target, or cross the ball. Mm. Simple. Get yeah. into the penalty area, and when you have an opportunity to shoot and score, you score. Yeah. This is what you need from a winger. A direct man who is not interested in the skills and then showboating. No. And I think he's really given Jack Grealish two thoughts yeah am i supposed to switch to the right side or i'm supposed to battle this guy on the left side 
an opportunity to play. Yeah. And I think he was just phenomenal. Yeah. He, just, he was just exceptional. And gradually, he's building a confidence mm. that is going to be give him some great deal of a time walking into next year, especially after the Christmas break. Mm. And if he's able to continue on that tangent, trust you me, we think that Pep's team hasn't been playing at top level. But the per- sort of performance these guys are given at this level will give us a greater opportunity to see Pep Guardiola's team walk into leaps and loads. Mm. Imagine the sort of display this guy is given. Kevin De Bruyne gets fit, walks yeah. into this team yeah. next year. And ask yourself, when they get into the knockout stages of the UEFA Champions League mm. and they run into the league in 2024, what yeah. is going to happen? It was an absolutely fantastic performance from him. Yeah. And I love what he delivered. Yeah. Hopefully, the other um, wingers would, would look at it and then they would learn better from what Jeremy Doku offered yesterday. It's, it's, just, it's just an absolutely you know, solid performance from him. And one thing about this Manchester City team is one player fails to deliver today, the other player shows up. Mm. If Haaland is not given, mm. Julian Alvarez is given. Yeah. If Julian Alvarez is not given, Phil Foden is, not, is given. Yeah. If Phil Foden is not given, Jeremy Doku steps up. When all their forwards fail to deliver, then there is a certain man from midfield, Rodri, who delivers at the biggest stages for them to give them hmm. the needed wins and victories in game. Absolutely phenomenal. This is what you call a team. It's well-balanced. Mm. Everyone is well-shaped and not yeah. given any difficult errors or positions to the manager. Pep was way behind about some three points. Now he's at the top. Mm. Should Tottenham Hotspur fail to win tomorrow, mm. it means that Manchester City are back on top of the Premier League. Well, anyway, uh, that's Jeremy Doku there. Now, uh, I mean, his celebration wants me to see him score so many times because I really love that celebration. Yeah, but, yeah, really um, nice. 106 people uh, on the live stream at the moment mm-hmm. and incredible. Thank you so much for uh, watching uh, on Facebook. Let me read your comments there. Joseph Apia says, honestly speaking, our midfield is weak. We need a ball-progressing midfielder who can control our pattern of play. I even think Partey with the Black Stars lacks such a credential. If our midfield likes Steven Apia to... Uh, uh, okay, so he said, if the Black Stars will rise again, we need a talisman in our midfield like Stephen Apia to control the pattern of play for us. <laughs> Thank you, Joseph Apia. Uh, Kwame, Kwachi say, uh, Kwame Kwachi has tagged somebody. Okay, all right. Now, Kwame Kwachi again back. He says, bet tax money, uh, bet tax money day for renovation, bro. Yeah, uh, Kwame Kwachi, tax money day for renovation, but we are not seeing it. Uh, as 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 of now, and um, uh, also another one says Kwame Insia Brube says I'm just here to, for Kelvin Uswansa to know that I'm watching today. Uh, that's from that's from Kwame Kasa Brube. Brube. Also Francis Suka Francis Suka says hi hi to you Francis uh, hi and thank you for watching. And then also Kodak Taylor says Ure Kwampofu, I love your hairstyle. Come on, Dean. And then uh, James Alfred Hemans uh, also says, My greetings to you, Kelvin Uswansa. And so Kelvin has a few fans uh, on the <laughs> Facebook Live at the moment. But uh, so we've spoken about uh, Arsenal, we've spoken about City. Ah, give me give me one minute on, on, on Arsenal. Just one minute. One minute, yes, okay. Yes. One minute. Uh, you get one minute. Well, on I think let's, I think Arsenal should, should just focus on the root cause. Mm. The root cause is the concentration of your players and the edge to fight for the ball should be top. Mm. I don't think Kawaka, even Wan-Bissaka or Kieran Trippier would allow 
Joe Willock to go and pick that ball and still be standing and watching him. Yeah. As a player, they always say that you play to what? Mm. The whistle. Yeah. And in the era of VR, if you, even if you play, you are not playing to the whistle and the goal is scored, the review would, would, would mean that the goal can be overturned. If the goal is not scored, it's a plus for you because you've been able to defend your situation. Yeah. Ben White was caught ball watching. Georgino wasn't ready to attack the ball. White wasn't ready to attack the ball. Gabriel wasn't ready to attack the ball. And that nonsense of the speech that goalkeepers are now ball playing <laughs> part of football makes me angry. What is the core responsibility of a goalkeeper? If you're a goalkeeper and you can pass and you cannot catch yeah. that hanging cross from Joe Willock. Yasin Bono saves that. Yes, then you are, you, you yeah, have you, no. you have no, no business easy. you have no business on the pitch. Mm. I hate David De Gea for not being able to come out for balls, but De Gea will not allow that cross to beat him. It was a hanging delivery. Yeah. And you see how he flabbed his yeah. feet. Look he, at that. He literally came out and missed it. And and, and, and there were a couple right. of times that he came out and he missed crosses. Mm. And it's happened so many times. The reason why Kopama scored. Now people understand why I say he's a bad. He doesn't position himself so well mm. when it comes to these deliveries. And Ateta has caused this doom. Mm. One friend will say, Sledgebona, greetings to you. He would always say that Raya is only in post because Ateta is Spanish. Inaki Kanapavon, who is the goalkeeper's trainer, is also Spanish. And Ramsdale is English. Mm. Sincerely, there's no difference between Raya and then Ramsdale and Arsenal. All because of the recent three games that I've seen Raya make so many elementary mistakes. Mm. Thank you so much, Kelvin. Now, this show is brought to you by Betway. Betway says, uh, every Tuesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays will never be the same with Betway. Uh, get cash re- uh, rewards, free bets, free spins, and more uh, with deposits on top of Tuesday. Now, log in also on Fridays for a chance to win free bets, free spins, and more. And every Saturday, get boosted odds across the most popular bet types on the weekend's biggest fixture. Only on betway.com.gh. Terms and conditions apply and the regulator by the gaming commission of ghana not for persons under 18 betway gets way more tuesdays fridays and saturdays will never be the same with betway get cash rewards free bets free spins and more with deposits on top up tuesdays log in on fridays for a chance to get free bets free spins and more and every saturday get boosted odds across the most popular bet types on the weekend's big fixture get way more at betway.com.gh regulated by the gaming commission of ghana no under 18 terms and conditions apply betway get way more so this show is brought to you by Betway. Thank you so much, Betway, for uh, sponsoring us every week f- to bring you Sports Ultras. Now, Oreku, let me come to you. You've been quiet all through this Premier League conversation, but I'm just going to come to you on Mohamed Kudus. Now, Kudus has... Uh, yesterday, the statistic says that he's the second highest scorer at West Ham at the moment, playing fewer games than Jared Bowen. Yeah. Now... There's, there's this conundrum about whether Kudus starts or not and, you know, is he playing, is he not playing, whatever. Has Kudus make, made a good... Uh, um, has he made a good case for himself to start games at West Ham? I don't even think he did. I think... I, I, I didn't think he needed to even make a case because the, the whole idea of buying him was to come into the team immediately because no one would... A team for, for a team like West Ham to spend well, close to 40 million which is their second uh, highest signing in history. There was no way they were buying him just to come and compliment a team from the bench. I think it was more of the timing of the move. He came right at the end of the transfer window. He didn't have a preseason with the team. Um, young player coming into a new country. So many different factors that David Moyes kept on explaining, but mm. people weren't listening. And the thing is that you always want to make sure that, as I said, 
the mental aspect of football is the most important thing. Yeah. Kudu's great player, everyone knows that. But if Moy starts him in the Premier League in any of these games and he's now settling and struggles in his first two, three games, all of a sudden there are talks of 007, mm-hmm. uh, him not giving a goal or assist, and now yeah. he gets into his head as a bastard. I think it's happened to a number of players. Look, Anthony, Mudrik, all of these guys were good players, but because they came with so much pressure, so much expectation, and they hit the ground running uh, with, the, with the guys to start, and they were matching, their performances were matching the expectations, yep. it automatically starts to reflect in terms of the pressure on the players. And so I think Moyes absorbed a lot of the pressure because now it wasn't talked about if Kudus is doing well or not. It's mm. Moyes, why are you not playing him? Why are you not playing him? Why are you not? <laughs> Even if Moyes plays Kudus now, they'll say, eh, he's not doing well because Moyes didn't play him. So I think he sort of took the blow. Mm. So regardless of what would have happened, Moyes would be blamed for it. And the good thing is that with that pressure gone now, mm. he's eased into the team He's got to know his teammates a lot more. Mm. And what made me realize that was that I think in his first goal against TSE in the Europa League, yeah. after the game, he mentioned that um, before, when he scored that goal, uh, sometimes he had been dis- discussing with Saeed Berama that mm. whenever Berama cuts in, mm. he makes a run from the right wing for the inside for the cross. And yesterday, the goal that Bowen scored, it was very similar to Kudus connecting from that Benrahma cross again. He cut in, but this yeah. time his effort came out the bar and luckily Bowen put it in. So I think he's getting to understand his teammates a bit more. Mm. Uh, he's getting into good scoring positions now. And the thing about Mohamed Kudus is that he has this affinity for goals. You mm. don't know where it comes from, but he finds a way to almost score. And now he is, he's had a very good start. Mm. Um, he is... He scored five goals in all competitions. Uh, he's just started seven games. Yeah. And as you said, he's the second highest scorer, um, highest, scorer, highest scorer in the team, just behind Bowen. And so now he's settled. Mm. And I don't even think there will be any talks of whether he starts or not because he started the past four games. Yeah. I think people are just not realizing it yeah. because they just want to keep complaining. <laughs> but someone has started four games in less than, in less than 12 days. And there's no talks about that. <laughs> And you go on that comment and say, that's how you should start him. That's how you should start him. <laughs> but the guy's been starting the past four games. Yeah. But you see, that's the, that's the truth. I, I think that Moyes has really handled the war. Mm-hmm. My only concern is that, as I said, West Ham is a good move for him. The way he plays, and he has that self-centeredness around him that attackers need yeah. to get goals. Yeah. And it, it's probably more than the average, but that's how he keeps scoring. Mm-hmm. And it's a good place for him individually. Mm-hmm. But as a team, how far can... West Ham take him because mm-hmm. yesterday I deliberately watched the highlights after the game just to see his reaction whenever they conceded mm-hmm. and he wasn't too happy like yeah. you could see him swinging his arm in the air because the goals were so avoidable yeah. the yeah. corner kick leading to the equalizer even, be, even before that <laughs> again it yeah. was just a ball down the channel play it into the throw he miscontrols it and it's a corner from the corner they cross it Mavropano scores an own goal and you could see, like, he's very frustrated because how can you score a bicycle? Now yeah. he's. You mean, sco- this is such a you, big goal. You scored a bicycle kick, and your, 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 the social media manager must be fuming by now because yeah. imagine West Ham won. You will have like a million views with this. Exactly. I'm sure he had like so many content, but now your team has lost. You can't yeah. go and post this. It's almost like you're oh, mocking them. And what, what annoys me so much is that it takes the relevance of the goal because yeah. potentially this could have been the goal of the month for November. Yep. Which means that automatically qualifies him for goal of the season. Yeah. But now that they've lost, I feel by the time November ends, everyone will forget about the goal. Oh, no, 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 unless, no, no, unless, no, 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 unless there's, unless there's a campaign, we'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll 
we'll be there. But, but that's the same way. We saw Jordan and you dribble past me as cheap keeper 92nd minute and still did win goal of the month. I, I yeah. mean, Ghanaians, yeah. we suffered. Yeah, we suffered. We suffered, yeah. but Charlie... Yeah, Jordan, so he knows how to deliver balls into the box like that. Yeah. Did you did you see that that, that assist, though? Like, yes. the, the 10 yeah. to get away yeah. from the defender. This, it's funny how when it comes to blast... Hey, right there. I don't understand, though. Like, everybody looks, everybody looks like a decent player at uh, the club. We have five more minutes to... <laughs> To wrap up the show but this show is brought to you by betway uh tuesdays fridays and saturdays will never be the same with betway get cash rewards free bets free spins and more with deposits on top of tuesday login on fridays for a chance to win free bets free spins and more and every saturday get boosted odds across the most popular bet channels and the weekend's biggest fixture on only on betway.com.gh terms and conditions apply regulated by the gaming commission of ghana not for persons under 18 betway gets way more that's uh, uh betway thank you to them but um kelvin before we go let's talk about the ghana premier league and briefly yeah kotoko losing today to dreams uh bofakwa winning uh, against nations brekum chelsea winning one nil to Samatex. legon cities losing to mediama mediama getting an away victory and then uh adriana starts also getting an away victory at lions and uh, real tamale united drawing zero zero with Bichem united uh, Bibiani Gold Stars drawing 1 1 with Accra Lions yeah. and Karela drawing 1 1 with Hearts of Oak. Well, very impressive to see the away wins coming in, and I think it's, it's very good. Um, Hearts of Oak were so unfortunate. That was a, a late penalty that should have been given right mm. in front of the referee, and I don't even understand why he was justifying to the assistant referee why he did not take that penalty. Yeah. Uh, but I think that there's been some progression in there. And for Hamza Isa, the coach said he did not have a striker, but this is a guy who has scored four goals in the last three games for the Phobians. Mm. And it's clearly given an indication that, yes, he is one of the players to look up to. He gives those vibes of, of um, I don't know, a young Bennett champion. Mm. Very, he knows how to position himself very quick, and he yeah. knows when to jump and leap for the ball. That was a very good leap for Nikolaiza. But Evans Adumakuridu, he started the season very on a very good note. If mm. you have these penalty kicks with three minutes to end the game and you keep messing them, mm. I don't think you'll be doing a club any good. And Karela mm. have just drawn. If you take out of Lions out, I think that a class with the most draws this season. Yeah. Very good result for Mediama SC, and I think Paco Sifemi might be fuming at um, uh, Lagos so, City. So, if you're watching uh, our that Facebook live, that's the Hearts of Oak uh, penalty shout that was yes. not given. I think yes. It was a clear and, and look at I mean, do you know what I do not understand about this? Mm. The referee was just five five yards away from yes. the He was literally there. Why are you going to ask your linesman? Yeah, he was literally there. Your linesman there. was at least. Ten times further than you were, and even he was telling you that he hit the hand, and you were saying that what you saw, his hands were by his body. And that's a lie because that's his hands were not even yes. by his body. And you could see the reaction of him. See, yeah, the yeah. man looks confused. Yes, the because man wanted to give it. No, because no. Clever because his hands were not I don't even. Know, but, well, can help us. Let's just go back. To yeah, it. yeah, let's yeah, go back. Yeah. No, but let's go back to the it, it just tells us yes. the mind. Right. The so, mind. Look at where the referee is. His hands were not behind him. His hands were right there. And I'll stretch um yeah, so disappointed, but I our referee should do better. They're, I think they are learning from our colonial masters. <laughs> <laughs> I would do come and apologize. Yes. <laughs> come and apologize for this. We can't take it. <laughs>
but we take Kotoko too. We're also losing. Yeah, yeah so I think, yeah. yes, Brecombe Chelsea, also a very good victory as well. Yeah. After beating yeah. uh, Dreams FC, they went mm. away to, to win. But for Akwa, as always, resilient at home, getting yeah. their victory. Our TU goalless against Bichim, I think there's a good result for your friend, Bismarck Commissa. Yeah, yeah, the, the great Kobe. <laughs> yes, Commissa. Out of Lions at the Hohoi Stadium, you're supposed to give these people some joy. But Adriana FC, very strong on the road, yeah. went all there to win. Accra Lions, good point away from Gold Stars. And you ask yourself, what is happening to Gold Stars? They've lost a couple of points in there. Had to folk went there, they managed to snatch yeah, yeah, a yeah, point. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Yes, Accra Lions too. Mm. Mm. I've gone there to, mm. to snatch a point. I think this is good for James Francis and the Accra Lions team. We'll give them some confidence going into the next couple of years. And for Asante Kotoko, I don't know what is going to happen. Mm. Ogum literally had the opportunity to bring or buy his own players. If you don't have grid A, you have Thank you, B. Abdo. Aziz so, and, so that's it. That's yeah, it. That's, that's, that's it right there. Abdo, right Aziz, there. Fantastic goal. Uh, and, this Abdo, really, really and I think Bill has a lot more on this guy. Yes. yes. Abdo, we we Aziz, featured him GPL Express. Yeah. And that story is good. We are, we are bringing it back this Wednesday. Yes. We are bringing it back. It's a it's a it's a, it's a, it's a really really good goal, Top really guy. good goal, and, and for for dreams to be beating Kotoko in Kumase, yeah, um, it should just tell you where where dreams are at the moment, and 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 also. Uh, a lot of confidence will go into the the confederations cup uh, exactly and, exactly and, and, and i think it's good for that's, them that's really, experience really john entry there together with the captain mm, mm, and look mm, at that delivery mm, look mm. at that they, delivery. they were they were like what two touches after the free kick yes. and still, and still and no the wall, player was yes, the wall was the wall didn't tactic. move they, they didn't move look at the, uh, but but who, 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 can, can you just take us back take us back a bit yeah that's it there. Because so if you're watching us on Facebook, the the, the dreams goal is on your on your screen. One, at the moment. two. It takes about three seconds to come and shoot. They were there. Look, you, look. This gives you a clearer view. So they were all just standing no there. No reaction. Oh, reaction from them. Yeah, the reaction was too slow. The reaction was really really slow. The referees are learning from the colonial master. The players are learning from the colonial master. But this was this was men white. But that's a goal of really high quality. Yes, 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 And Abdulaziz and to that top corner there, I think the execution was just perfect. Congratulations. Uh, I, I want to blame Dan Lad, but I, I, I won't blame him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I want to blame Dan yeah, Lad, but I saw but someone, I won't blame someone trying I don't to blame think, him. Wait, can I see that? Can I see the goal again? <laughs> <laughs> let me let me focus on him this time. <laughs> <laughs> the jury, the jury is out. Yeah. Go, go to if you can take it back for me. Yeah, let's yeah. go back to the uh -huh. So that's the wall. Wait, but wait, the last, the last, the last. Is that another, is that another angle? I, yeah. I want to see his, this, his feet. This, this angle. How he moves his feet. I, I, there's something telling me he dives anyway. Uh -huh, uh -huh. But how did he go stand behind the wall? No, wait, that means, be, yeah, 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 he's standing yeah, behind the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. how did he stand behind the wall? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I didn't want to. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, he didn't try. The yeah. technique was brilliant, but the goalkeeper too was. Yeah. Whoa. The goalkeeper yeah. should have you done don't, something. You don't, about you don't put up a human one and then go and hide behind it. Well, anyway, I mean, we are. We are. We've we just come to the the end of the show. Yeah, and, yeah. I want uh, to send yeah. a message. Kelvin, send a message. Yeah, I draw loud. Anywhere you are, you are listening to us. I draw loud. Myself and Yaofosula, we will be coming to you. Yeah. We'll be coming to your shop. We yeah. are coming to shop for you. Thank you. Yes, you've invited us. Thank and this you. is a very good. Yes, thank we'll you. bring all our friends, our thank, brothers. Thank you very much. Bill, 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 yeah. Yeah. Thank Everybody you. on this desk. Thank you coming. so much. Thank, thank you, you so much, much Ajoal. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kelvin, uh, thank you so much for another exciting edition. Riku, thank you. Thank you to Bill, uh, producer Prosper Kuzo. Thank you so much. And also to uh, Kweku Tweet, the great social media handler. 
Kweku Tweets, the, the girls' prefects of the company. <laughs> Kweku Tweets. Thank you so much, Kweku Tweets, for uh, giving us the visuals also on, on Facebook. If you join us on Facebook, thank you so much. And uh, we are always uh, inspired to do more because of you guys. And uh, it's another uh, edition of Sports Ultras right here on 3FM 92.7. Just keep your dial right here. And at 8 p.m., please, please. Uh, switch your dial on TV to TV3 and watch Mentor. The new season is, is going on and is, is really, really exciting. So we'll see you again next week with another exciting edition of the show. Always stay safe.